1: She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, call 888-845-3773. That's 888 84 Jesse. Or go to timesharejesse.com, Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out.
3: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It's going to be such an awesome day. I'm as excited today as I normally am about Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, which is tomorrow. It's the Jesse Kelly Show, 877-377-4373, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have an actress getting fired, Gina Serrano. People on the right are mad. People on the left are happy. What should you do about it? I'm going to tell you what you should do about it here in a few. We have somebody calling for, I know you're going to find this shocking, violence against the right. We have Biden, China, conflicts of interest. It's going to get uncomfortable today. But first, as long as we're talking about China later on in the show. As long as we're going to talk about communists and communism, as I often do, and the mentality there, because you and I must understand the enemy, otherwise we will never defeat him. Allow me to go back into something I did. I believe it was last week. Remember last week, Chris can get the date for me, where I did Mao. I told you about how Mao came up, and because there's so much to his life, I mean, you could do... You could do a hundred shows on the, on the you know, probably the worst human being to ever walk the planet. Almost undoubtedly the man responsible for more death than anyone else, at least in his own country. But we did, you know, Mao's Rise and how Mao came to power. And that was kind of just, that was the show I wanted to do. And I woke up today thinking to myself, you know, I kind of was going to go a different direction and I see people, you know, about, about this actress getting fired and. People on the right are mad and the left the left are kind of happy, but they're still upset. And it made me think, you know, we really need to talk about what happened a- after Mao took power. So we didn't get there last week or not really. You see, Mao, Mao was a sadist. There's no question about that. So we always have to keep that in mind. Stalin was too. And I mean like personal sadist. It's one thing to order somebody murdered. It's one thing even to order somebody tortured, which is obviously gruesome to think about. It's another thing entirely to want to be there while it happens. No, 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 no. Yeah, I want to kill him. I want you to go kill him and I want you to torture him. But really what I want I want to sit there and watch so I can hear him scream. You have parts of you missing that are supposed to be there if that's where you are mentally. I mean, you can you can make ex- a U.S. president. Every U.S. president orders the death of somebody. Hey, uh, uh, go drop a bomb on there, please. Well, you just killed someone. And yes, it is different than ordering someone's death. And watching it and enjoying while you watch it. And remember, from Mao's rise, he figured out he liked violence. He liked to be in the presence of violence. And remember, when he came up, he was fighting Chiang kai shek and the nationalists who were capitalists in China. And it was neck and neck. I mean, there was a long time. The nationalists looked like they were going to win. But then... The whole Japanese invasion thing happened. Maybe you've heard of it. 1931, Japan comes storming in, and the nationalists and the communists joined forces as much as possible to fight off the Japanese. We are going to circle back to that, so keep that in mind. After all, the Japanese were the greatest threat to China, right? All right. Move to 1945. We're at the point now where Mao has run the nationalists out of the country. The nationalists have fled to Taiwan. That's where that whole thing comes from. The nation- the, the few remaining nationalists flee to Taiwan and Mao and his communist party is in control of China. Mao looks around. Mao has a 3 million man army. His army has Soviet weapons and the support of the Soviet Union. They were not best pals. I can't stress this enough. Mao and Stalin were not best pals, nor could two men like that ever be friends. Men like that don't have friends. Stalin thought he really should be telling Mao what to do more than Mao wanted to be told what to do. There was a a very loose alliance there. Stalin, however, was not an idiot. Stalin was keenly aware it was a big win for this communist thing to have communism take over the biggest country in the world, the most populous country in the world. That's that's kind of a big W. 1945, they're tired of war. Three million man army, Soviet weapons, and they choose to brawl it out at the end with the nationalists who in 1949 quit and go to Taiwan. And that's where we are now. War is over. Mao is in charge. But pause for a moment and think about the smoldering ruin Mao is in charge of. Do you remember how this started? Don't worry if you didn't hear the last show. It's You can hear it for more details, but you remember how all this started. China had all the emperors, then that went away and it was warlords and then there were nationalists and then there were communists and then ja- Japan invaded while the nationalists were fighting the communists. And, and then remember the gigantic flood we talked about, the greatest natural disaster ever. That was two or three weeks ago. The great China flood of uh, what was uh, 19, I forget the exact date of it. One of the greatest in the history of the world, millions dead. Think what China looks like by this point in time. You have a massive civil war. You have a massive outer war with Japan. World War II with the Japan and everyone else. Then you have famines. Then you have floods. Then you, I mean, you have to think if you're living in this 30, 40-year period of time, you would be 100% convinced if you were a Bible-believing Christian that these are the end times. This, it's the apocalypse, right? My gosh, war, famine, disease, it's a disaster. Mao takes over a nation that is wiped out. They are dead poor. They are dead. It is terrible. And if you just... I have so much sympathy for the Chinese people, then and now. The, the normal people, not the dirty freaking communists, but the normal people. Talk about the absolute worst thing in the world that could ever have happened to you when your nation is on its knees, ruined, like I said, by war, famine, disease, just everything's terrible. A true believing communist takes over your country. And Mao takes over China, looks around at the smoldering ruin, and decides, well, we... We need to do something, right? And by something, meaning everything. Mao didn't want to be in charge of a poor country. Mao wanted to be in charge of the greatest country in the history of the world. China is a very peasant farming place at this point. And Mao says we must industrialize. And in order to industrialize, that takes what, everybody? Money. China didn't have any of it. And what China does have is worth nothing. Horrific inflation, as you can imagine, with all this death and poverty and war and things like that. Horrific inflation. One of the first things Mao does, he outlaws private farming. Not only does he outlaw private farming, remember this about communists, and I'm going to say this a bunch today, remember this about communists, communists are always agitating always recruiting new support always moving forward with the destruction one of the first things mao did was after he outlawed private farming well he needed some new recruits how was he going to get them he was going to get them in a very 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 dark way i'll explain how hang on
3: Jesse Kelly, you're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: I know you don't want to quit dipping tobacco. I have been there. I know exactly what it's like. It sucks. And the only thing worse than not wanting to quit is wanting to quit and not knowing how. I'm about to tell you how to quit. If you want to quit, I can tell you how. It's called Jake's Mint Chew. It's nicotine-free. It's tobacco-free. It's even sugar-free. There are 11 different flavors for long cut, seven different flavors for pouches. They all taste great, and it will help you quit. I know. I'm a dipper. I'm telling you, this works. Go to jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 20% off your order. jakesmintchew.com, promo code JESSE. America's cultural Marxists, America's communists, got an actress they hate fire, Gina Serrano. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. You can find me on social media at Jesse Kelly, DC on Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on locals. I'm going to put up a little video later on today on locals talking about this. But Mao needed some new recruits right away. What did he do? Well, he outlawed private farming. Sure. But. Then he took the landowners, the guys who'd previously owned these lands, and he had the peasants who were working the lands for the landowners. He had them essentially become his police force, his judge and jury, to put the landowners on trial, to drag anybody who was considered bourgeois, any landowner, on trial. Executed about 2 to 3 million people. Oh, Mao's just getting started. Mao's just getting started two to three million people. And now his peasant army, they feel empowered, don't they? But Mao still is in this point where China has to industrialize. Mao doesn't have money, but Mao does have grain. You know, anything you can farm, China has it. Decides this is about a time we need to start something called the great leap forward. What is this Great Leap Forward? Well, we need more grain because we're going to sell this to other countries because we need equipment. We need military equipment. We need modern stuff. So we need a lot of grain, okay? A lot of it. And there's more to the Great Leap Forward than this. It's just I don't have time to get into all of it. Well, we need need a lot of grain. So here's what we're going to do. All of you who used to be farmers and whatnot, well, none of you own any of that anymore. You're not allowed to. But here's what I'm telling you you're going to do. I'm not asking. You're going to come live on this gigantic communal farm where you're all going to live in little houses we've built for you because we're generous communists. We're going to feed you. We're going to tell you what to do. We're going to tell you when to do it. It won't be bad at all. Don't worry. You're going to be taken care of. And I promise everybody's going to be equal. But I, I am going to need that grain and uh the clock is ticking i'm going to need it really really soon oh wait you guys on this communal farm you're not producing enough grain looks like we just shaved another hour off how much you're allowed to sleep oh man you're you're still not meeting your numbers you know what the problem is the problem is this kid you know what all these kids they're really slowing you down they're not contributing Okay, all, all the kids are going to have to die. Oh, buddy, looks like your back hurts. Oh, you're, you're 65? That is slowing us down. You're going to have to die, too. Oh, I'm sorry, young lady. Congratulations. I, you just got married. You're in your 20s. That's awesome. Ooh, pregnant, huh? Well, we're, we can't be having a pregnant woman slow us down. You're going to have to die, too. And not only are the people forced to work, I mean, we're talking like six hours of sleep every two days. That's, that's as good as it got sometimes. Sometimes it was three or four people would just die from exhaustion in the fields. Well, they're taking all the food these farmers are growing because remember, this all belongs to the state now. The state owns every industry and all these farms belong to the state. It's not as if you're out there growing corn or whatever and you're grabbing a couple years of it for yourself. No, they'll take it all and go ahead and try to smuggle some in. They'll murder you for it right there in the fields. Well, the people start to go hungry. You have hours and hours and hours of forced physical labor. You need a gargantuan amount of food, not a tiny amount of food. You need a lot. Well, you're going hungry and that means you're getting weaker. When you're getting weaker, you're not working as hard. When you're not working as hard, you're not producing as much food. When you're not producing as much food, you're going even hungrier. Are you seeing the cycle we're going on now? And I can't stress this enough. This is not a couple hundred people on a communal farm. It's not as if that would be okay. This is tens of of millions of people are living this existence right now. The old, dropping like flies, dying, either being shot, starved to death, dying of disease because when your body gets weak like that and no food, you can't fight off disease. Old people, pregnant women, children, it doesn't matter. Anybody who can't contribute to the system must go. They're dying in droves, and because they're dying in droves, and the ones who are still living are starving, they're still not getting the grain quantities Mao wants. Well, stop me if this sounds familiar at all. Mao looks at his dwindling grain quantities, and he doesn't say to himself for one second, Man, Maybe this whole thing was a bad idea. This Great Leap Forward is not working out. Guys, that is on me. Do you think that's what Mal said? The system never, ever, ever takes accountability. Mal looked at these grain quantities and said, you know, I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem is the sparrows. We have all these sparrows They're out here eating up all the food before it could... We need to have a war on sparrows. I'm not making this up. You can go find pictures of it to this day. They then mass slaughtered, mass slaughtered the sparrows in China. But here's the problem with that. Birds eat a lot more than just grain. Birds eat insects. Birds eat... Locusts and nature has this funny way of filling vacuums. You slaughter an animal's only natural predator, that animal's going to flourish. That's right. These poor freaking people in China at the lowest moment in their lives, then slaughtered all the sparrows and then the bugs came and the bugs came for the crops and wiped out wiped out what was already a dwindling surprise or a dwindling supply it's going away we are talking about already by this point in time all we have are estimates between 20 and 45 million people dead already the country itself being slaughtered And get this is the wildest part. And stop me if this sounds familiar at all. This is all taking place in the countryside, right? The commies, obviously, the 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 big shot commies in charge, Mao and his cronies. They're not, of course, going to stay in the countryside. They're in their luxury stuff downtown. Honey, bring me another fillet. Well, the communists control all the means of communication. Not that that will ever happened here in America, but the communists control all the means of communication. One of the craziest things ever is reading the stories about 45 million people starving to death, China just being absolutely it turned into a wasteland. But the communists are the ones printing the newspapers, making the radio shows. The people in the cities Don't get me wrong, life's not great for them either, but the people in the cities, they open up the newspaper every day and they read about what a humongous success the Great Leap Forward has been and how wonderful it is for people in the Chinese countryside. People believe complete false realities under communism. They will believe something all the way because it's all they can consume. Because when one thing controls the whole system, then lies are easy to sell, aren't they? Oh, I'm not done yet. We're going to get to this actress getting fired. Hang on.
3: that, obviously. You guys really love that. Uh, you don't care as much if it's a, quote, peaceful protest, and then it's fine. You don't care as much if they're celebrating a Biden election. You only care about it if it's people that you don't like. So I'm a Bucks fan. I'm damn proud of what they did on Sunday night. And so in terms of the UK variant, here's what we know. We know, based on all the, the evidence, that these vaccines are going to be effective against that. And that's really the the, the main concern. I mean, we're getting our seniors vaccinated. Uh, We've not seen any data or any evidence to suggest that these vaccines uh, are not effective. And so if we get the seniors vaccinated, we're going to be good. uh, And that's what we're going to do. If there's data that comes out, not an academic model from Neil.
1: I love Heavy D. 877-377-4373. Jesse at com. Tomorrow is the day. It is Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And remember, your questions do not have to be political. We screw off on Friday on this show. We answer all your questions, as many as I can get to, all your voicemails, all your emails. They don't have to be political. It could be relationships. We got Valentine's Day coming up. It can be food. It could be anything. Fine. Send it in. If it is political, that's fine. That's totally fine. But we are going to have some fun and we're going to have Ann Coulter on the show tomorrow just to rub it in Chris's face because he told me I wasn't going to be able to get her. I got her with one text message (laughs) in your stupid face, Chris. All right. Back to China. You want to know how devious communists can be? Uh, well, let me rewind briefly. For those of you who missed a, a show I had done earlier on Mao's beginnings. When Mao was coming up, you remember he did something. He was running a community and told them out of the blue, really, that he wanted, he wanted to know if there was anybody else they wanted in charge instead of him and if they had any criticisms, criticisms of him. And this was just to flush out his opposition, which he finds out who his opposition is. He promptly grabs the opposition leader and tortures him to death. Well, Mao decides he's going to expand this to an even larger level. Obviously, Everything isn't sunshine and rainbows in China, even though the people inside the cities aren't really aware of the mass death yet. The world is starting to wake up by about 1959, but the people inside the cities aren't totally aware yet. But people are starting to get that something's seriously wrong. Mao puts out the nationwide call to the scholars, to the elites in China, and says, I want to hear from you. If you have any complaints about me, about communism, about how we've done any of this stuff, you have any complaints about anything, send me your letters. I want to know about it. That way we can address this problem. So they do. The letters come in in droves. It sounded so sincere. The people were thrilled. What kind of a well, I thought the guy wants our feedback. He cares about what I have to say? Oh, this is awesome. This is great. And people are people are writing letters complaining that the train is late often. I mean, it's it's anything you can imagine. And they're writing obviously bigger letters. Uh yeah, I'm a little upset that all my relatives are dead, you know, that kind of thing. Except Mao was once again just on a gigantic fishing campaign. You see, all those letters had names and addresses on them. Those names and addresses were all promptly rounded up and murdered by Mao. Like I said, a unique level of evil. Mao right now has a, his number two man is a guy, don't worry about remembering these names and don't you dare lecture me about mispronouncing them. They're freaking Chinese, okay? I'm an American. But Liu Shaoqi, it was Mao's number two guy. And Mao may have been a sadist, but remember, there are human beings with actual hearts and souls, even in evil regimes, who see what's going on and don't know what to do about it. Liu Shaoqi was well aware. Uh, we've we've uh, we've we've starved to death forty five million of our own people. Liu stands up. And gives a speech at a big communist party meeting. And he doesn't blame Mao. But he does say. This is a man made crisis. This is our fault. What's happening is really bad. You really didn't do things like that in front of Mao. You didn't do it. Mao's too popular to just kill. But what Liu Xiaoqi was trying to do was undermine his support. And Mao kind of steps aside for a short time. A couple other guys kind of take over. But Mao is not really out of power. Mao's just sitting back watching and waiting and letting Liu Xiaoqi and his other enemies raise their heads. And then in 1965, Mao puts into place what's called, to this day, and I'll do a whole show on this another day. Don't worry about this. What's called the Cultural Revolution. What was the cultural revolution in China? And keep in mind, remember, this is already a communist nation. He's already purged these people and purged these people and purged the landowners and purge, purge, purge. Millions of people dead. Well, the cultural revolution was this. Mao knew that the younger people in China by 1965 were with him. They were vulnerable students who'd been taught a lot about the greatness of communism They were students who didn't take part in the violent revolution against the nationalists. So these are guys who grew up, their parents did, they didn't, and young people want to be involved in the fight. Mao thinks it's important for young people to get some blood on their hands in order to be more committed communists. Mao prints something off known as the Little Red Book. It was essentially Mao's own teachings and writings. It gets mass-printed, mass-produced. It's handed out to all the youth all over China, and they love it. They consume every word of it. They read it. Mao begins training even children for war within his own nation. They believe combat is necessary. These are called... The Red Guards. And really, let's just pause for a moment. And by the way, Mao's wife was involved in this. Get this. She was known as the white-boned demon. (laughs) Just an evil human being, even though he hated her guts. It's a very weird relationship. Look, Chris, it's his fourth wife. He's a dirty communist. What what did you think? They were going to be close. You think they honeymooned a lot? Anyway, back to the Red Guards and the youth and communism. Communism... Part of the reason it's so awful and yet so successful is communism is excellent at playing on your nature, playing on the worst of your nature, playing on the best of your nature. A natural inclination for young people is to rebel. Rebel against authority. Rebel against your parents. You've done it. I've done it. Yours may have been small. You may have gotten a teardrop tattoo on your face. I don't know. But it's, Lord willing, you didn't go that far. But it's, it's a youthful inclination to rebel. It's not difficult if you're a charismatic leader to get all the youth in a nation to think they have to rebel against Something. Well, you have to give them something, though, right? Well, it's not difficult. Who do you hate when you're young? You hate your teachers. And it's not hard if you're Mao to paint the teachers as these out-of-touch, anti-communist scum who are trying to ruin what Mao has built. Are you students going to let these teachers ruin what we've built together in this country? It's about to get worse before it gets better in China. We'll talk about that and another call for violence. Uh oh. Hang on.
3: You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome.
4: Visit AdoptUSKids.org.
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Part-time job,
5: full-time hustle, all-time Shiro to all of us. You nurture, we listen. You teach, we thrive. You lift our spirits, but we've got to lay down the truth. It's time for you, our Shiro, to stretch for the stars. Start saving more for retirement now, so you can feel prepared and live your life to the fullest. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at org
4: slash Shiro. A message brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. And right now we're talking about, are we talking about a virus? A virus, that way we talked about SARS, MERS, BIRD, now Corona. And with that said is, if you look at the recovery numbers on what we're talking about, I don't know what it is, but I guess the flu went on vacation on this year. Heart attacks went on Where's vacation, vacation all? All right. Everything went on vacation this year when it came to, I'm talking mm-hmm. about what, you you know, oh. what we're going through right now. Right. Okay. And let's just call a spade a spade. And the reason I can have this conversation is because my family comes from communism. They fled communism. They had everything taken away from them. Everybody got murdered, everybody got killed. And that's the reason me, being a first generation Cuban American, or maybe us being first generation Cuban Americans, I look at freedom and I appreciate that I appreciate opportunity. I appreciate anything that you give me. All I need is a little slip, partner, and I got you. That comes from the fact that when Castro took over everything, and I'm looking at what's going on right now, the only person here that's hot It's Castro. He's going, y'all did it with a virus? Y'all took over the world with a virus? Y'all got to be kidding me. He had missiles pointed to the United States of America during the Russian crisis.
1: Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Who would have thought we'd be turning our lonely eyes to Pitbull for guidance during this time? What, Chris? (laughs) Look, the guy nails it, man. The guy nails it. This is why, you know... It's going to be interesting as we move forward here. 877-377-4373. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. It's going to be interesting as we move forward culturally here in America. Who will step up and who will not? Who will step up, be brave, speak out against the system, speak out against the lies you've been told, Who will be the next counterculture leader or leaders? There are going to be people who step up, who shock you. And there are going to be people who shrink, who shock you. There are people out there, you're thinking, oh, this guy, I can see him leading the charge. And you'll see him crumble. And there are going to be a lot of people, rappers, Pitbull. Willing to speak the truth when others are not. Don't laugh them off. Don't discount them. That's one thing that you and I are going to have to start getting comfortable with, myself included, because, you know, I'm a big exclusivity guy, not inclusivity guy. There's no more overrated thing than inclusivity. I'm an exclusivity guy. We're going to have to start accepting help from wherever it comes. We're going to have to avoid nitpicking. Well, this isn't right, and that isn't right, and this isn't right. In the battle against the communists, just ask the nationalists in China. You must accept any and every bit of help you can get because losing is not an option. Ask the 70 million people Mao killed. Back to where we were in the story as I try to wrap this up here. And I do want you to understand. As I tell you often, I don't tell you it all the time, so it's not always the case. Lots of time, but, you know, in doing my history part, I can really nail most of it. Maybe it's something shorter and I had a bunch of stories I want to get to. I can nail most of it. I, I just did two shows. The other one was last week. Don't worry, if you want to go download it, it's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, or iTunes uh, on Mao. I could do... 20, 30 shows on Mao, on these various things. I'll circle back and do shows on only the cultural revolution. I am only hitting the high, high, high marks, and I'm skipping over some high, high, high marks. But Mao's Red Guard, these army of, I mean, essentially brown shirts, start killing teachers. Dragging teachers down the hall, locking them in rooms, beating them to death with baseball bats with nails in them. This is when they're not spitting on them, screaming on them, vandalizing their homes. Mao looks around. He likes what he sees out of his red guard and says, well, as long as I've got an army at my fingers, might as well use them. Remember Lu Xiao Qi? Mao's old number two guy who's kind of in charge now, the guy who decided to stand up and criticize Mao, Mao decides he's going to go ahead and take care of that problem too. You see anybody within the Communist Party of China who was viewed as opposition to Mao at all, Mao sends his red guards to them too, executing them, imprisoning them. Liu Xiaoqi, do you want to know what kind of man Mao is? Lu sent, or Mao sent his number two man, his longtime friend, off to a labor camp to be tortured over the course of a year, a year of torture, at the end of which Lu Xiaoqi was a diabetic. Lu Xiaoqi was, well, he had his treatment withheld from him. And so he can die the way a diabetic will die. It's very painful. It's not, it's not a process I'm going to walk you through, but it is not an enjoyable process. Not only did Mao force him to die like this, Mao had a camera set up in his cell so Mao could view his former best friend slowly dying in excruciating pain. 70 million of Mao's own people dead. There's something very important we need to learn about this guy. Hang on, I'll tell you what it is.
3: Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre diabetes awareness partners.
1: You can find me on social media at Jesse Kelly DC email me jesse at jesse remember we want your love your hate i want your go-to fast food order i asked you delivered i have a bunch of junk food fast food orders i'm going to go into those here just i'm going to go into those shortly because this is such a dark ugly beginning with all this communism stuff in fact i'm going to go grab those here in a second we're going to go through some of that gina serrano fired fired for what well, she was fired for not openly campaigning for the communists. That's all. You see, one thing you have to learn, I have to learn, it's hard to wrap my mind around. Communists are all the same. They are all the same because it is a base religion for them how does that apply how does what mao did apply today I'll explain in just a second hang on
3: Kelly show this is the Jesse Kelly show you want to know
1: the most striking thing that hits me about Mao's story I mean beyond obviously the death and whatnot is how, no matter what, no matter what, it was never enough. There was never enough control. Complete power, forever, in his own country, his own ideology that he always want, put wanted put into place. It was never, ever enough. There always had to be another revolution, another agitation, another purge, another this, another that. It is an ideology that does not rest, and it is an ideology that does not celebrate wins. This actress, Gina Serrano, gets fired. She gets fired. You want to know what she gets fired for? I just Let's just get this out there specifically. She put out a post on her social media that said this, and the, the picture in the post is a uh, a Jewish woman, Bloodied, beaten, Uh, clearly she's had her clothes ripped off, and she has kids running behind her with clubs. And the Post said, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Quote, this is a quote in there, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews The government first made their own neighborhoods hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? That was it. That's what she posted. From that point forward, the rage mob came for her, and then Lucasfilms of Disney Plus and all that announced last night they fired her for that, for that Instagram post she put up. But what hit me was not the firing. What hit me was immediately afterward, the leftists were calling for someone else's head too, not just hers. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand how these people think yet? The communists didn't come for another one and get one and sit back and say, "Woohoo! yeah, victory, baby. Let's go get a beer. Let's get a beer. We got Gina. All right. That's what you would do. That's what I would do. A little win, a little accomplishment. Let's go get a butt heavy, celebrate. They don't think like that. They're only worried about the next fight at all times. That's why the right gets so worn down because the left never, ever, ever sleeps. The cultural Marxists. In this society who run every institution now, every single one, they don't rest. They're never happy. They didn't. They don't care that they got Gina Serrano. She is one step in the next 10,000 they want to take. They're only worried they haven't gotten you yet. That's how these people think. And that is hard to accept about your fellow man. And it's hard to accept because of what it means for you. Nobody likes to be told you're now going to be in a status, a state of constant readiness. You always have to be on, always have to be on your guard, always have to be advancing because these people will not stop. But I'm telling you, these people will not stop. They're never going to stop. Mao never stopped. It never even occurred to Mao to stop. All the power in the world. You know what I need? Another revolution. Another purge. You know what? We haven't purged them yet. Ooh, let's do a good purge there. They don't think about what they've taken ever. They only care about what they haven't taken. A communist can look at a hundred people standing in line and convert 99 of them to communism. All they'll see is the one they missed. That's how communists think. They only see what they haven't taken yet. I'm trying to get this point home to you, to everybody on the right, what we are facing. This is not a friendly game of Democrats versus Republicans. We are now facing cultural Marxists. How did they get here? Well, remember, our our old buddy Yuri told you exactly how they got here while we
5: were all dead asleep at the wheel. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, активные мероприятия, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow, and it's divided in in four basic stages. Uh, The first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of of at least three generations of American students, without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already uh, for the last 25 years. is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, Even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it.
1: He will refuse to believe it. This is where we are now. Once you get this ideology ingrained in enough people, you can't get it out, and we have to get it out, and we don't even seem serious now about getting it out. We are we're losing. Biden announces Pentagon China Task Force to review U.S. strategy. Uh, you know what this is, right? You know exactly what this is. As Biden, as I told you yesterday, they just pulled back on a Trump-era rule, forcing people to disclose if they have communist China ties in education. Biden gets into office and removes that. Why do you think Joe Biden removed that? Why do you think you're constantly running into links between the communists in China and the Democratic Party of the United States of America? Why do you think that is? Because they're all working towards the same goal. This Pentagon-China thing, do you know what this is? This is one of these, we're looking into it, it's a government commission thing. To give him cover. Do you know that Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, still has not divested from a Chinese investment firm with ties to the communists in China? Did you know that? Did you know that it wasn't just an internet rumor? Hunter Biden did ride on Air Force Two with his father to China. And while Joe Biden got off the plane to go cut trade deals with China, his son went and got a corrupt business deal over there. Did you know that? And now these people are in charge. We are in trouble. We are going to now screw off for a couple minutes and talk about your fast food orders. That's what we're going to do, Chris. We have to. That was too dark. And we have podcast reviews. We got Brandon Darby coming up in the last hour. Gosh, it's going to be sweet. Hang on.
3: The
4: Jesse Kelly Show.
1: You don't have to dip forever. You know that, Ryan. You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long, and what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Ah, it's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey, and I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint chew. Go. Put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off.